Hey guys, welcome back. On this episode, we're going to talk about the ongoing journey of healing. This is the Kristen Ann Show, New York licensed social worker and board certified life coach. I just want to help you explore different ways to say Thanks so much for tuning in. The ongoing journey of healing. If you can figure it out, can you let me know? <laughs> I am really trying to figure this out. And I felt like I should do an episode about figuring out the journey to healing because it's exactly what that is. It's a journey. And to be very honest, I hate waiting. I'm not a fan of the process. I mean, I, I could lie and be like, I love it. It feels so good. I love waiting. And that's not true. I just want to feel the happiest I know I can feel. And I know that there's a journey that is tied to it, which is in anything in life. But the journey to healing from trauma, situations, anything in your life, it is very hard. And one of the things that I'm going to share, and there's a couple of things, like tangible things that I want you to walk away from, from listening to this episode of figuring out, like, what is your journey to healing? And what does it look like for you? So on this episode, I'm going to share what is helping me, what has had like helped me in the past, and things that I know I just have to always do. So more recently, I my anxiety slash panic attacks have increased pretty bad. And I've shared before in the past that I I am not on antidepressants, on anti-anxiety. I decided around two years ago, I believe, or a year and a half ago, or two years ago, I'm not sure, that I wanted to come off of it. So I, with the help of my primary doctor, we weaned my, you know, I weaned and she helped me wean myself off of these medications that I've been on for 10 years. And in in my personal experience, I do feel like the medications that, that I was taking um, and if you want to know the medications that I was taking, you could just DM me. I felt like they weren't doing anything anymore. And I do feel like there's like a whole big... People have to take responsibility as yourself and as myself, have to take responsibility in prescribing these types of medications. So being on something for such a long time, I felt like it wasn't working. And it was my responsibility responsibility to then let like a doctor know like, hey, this wasn't really working for me. And I was getting that medication from my primary care doctor. I wasn't getting it from like a psychiatrist. So that was another mistake I think I made on my end. And I think it was a mistake on the doctor's office as well. Not a mistake, but more like an oversight. And I, and I do think that it's time to really be, for me, more responsible, number one. And I think for a doctor's office to be more responsible with what are they prescribing? Why are they prescribing it? How long has this person been on it? Should they come in for like a checkup to see mentally how, how everything is going? Because if you are going to prescribe it, I do believe it's your responsibility to then make sure, like, to, just to check in to see how that patient is doing on it. Now, did it make it easier for me just to call my doctor and get a refill? Absolutely. 
but I should have been forced, which is terrible to say to say forced. I should have done it on my own. I should have been then forced to like go see the proper doctor for this type of medication. And we can have a long discussion about medication, access to medication, different types of things. And I will be making a lot of episodes and bringing a lot of people on to speak about this. Like just one little example, like acupuncture. I know from for the person that I went to acupuncture for, she no longer took my insurance. So out of pocket, I believe, might have been either $60 or $100. And it's just the access to these alternative things, alternative treatments to anxiety and depression that I just want to get my hands on. And at just at times, it it's very expensive. So I recently told my husband that I felt like I just needed a pause. I needed a pause with life. I needed a pause with everything. My panic attacks were increasing, like I said before. And if you listen to my other episode about a life update, you can understand when I get panic, what happens. So if you feel, if you feel whatever you're going through is kind of spiraling, one thing I want to ask you is, is it interfering with your day-to-day activity, your day-to-day life, work, home life, kids, husband, household chores? Is it interfering with what you're doing? Because if, if it is, then it's time to do something about it. For me, it's interfering. And I, I'm going to share with you the stuff that I am doing to make myself feel like I'm not spiraling because that's exactly what I feel like is happening. And I told my husband, I told Nick, I feel like I just need to like go away. I feel like, and here's another thing that I would love to talk about one day as well is I feel like I, like I said, I needed a pause, but where can I go to get a pause that may be covered with insurance? A psychiatric hospital? Maybe, but that's not where I want to go. Um, I've actually never been to a psychiatric hospital before. I've never been a patient there, never been a client, so I can't speak to it. But what I can understand from people that I know who have went, and this is, I'm talking about more about it in New York. It's more about meeting with a doctor and kind of giving you medication. And I don't even know what would be the qualifications to get yourself into a psych hospital. To my understanding, it might be that you want to hurt yourself. And that's not the type of treatment that I know that I want. I don't want to be pumped up with drugs, um, that I feel like that may not help me. Now, if you're listening to this and you feel like you actually do want to hurt yourself, I do recommend that you actually tell your loved one or go to a psychiatric hospital. Because first of all, then you're safe. You get to speak to doctors and hopefully they can figure out what is actually going on. But for me, that's not something that the route that I wanted to take at this moment. So it's figuring out what is the best treatment option for me. Um, so the first thing that I did was I found a therapist. Yep. If you are going through stuff, you're going to have to talk about it. I know it sucks. But you have to process what you're going through, whether that be a present time problem or just present time life or past trauma, past, past problems. I promise you, 
whatever you do not resolve now is going to manifest in some way. For me, I have unresolved trauma in my life that I am working through, but it is coming out in a physical form with my stomach. My body is screaming, Kristen, just stop. You need to take it slow and you need some help. So that's exactly what I'm doing. I am going to take a pause. And what does a pause look like, you might be thinking. Well, Kristen, I can't take over work. I can't. I have kids. I can't take a pause. I completely understand that. I really can't take a pause either. I have to go to work. I have to go to work every single day. So I want to tell you how I'm going to take a pause. Like today is Friday. I took off today. I took off today because I, I, I told my husband I needed a pause. So I took off today. But knowing that I was going to lose some money because I took off. But I had a, I had a way out the option. Okay, if I lose some money today versus feeling like I might have a mental breakdown, I had to go with, okay, I'm going to lose some money for today. And it's about having that conversation. If you're with somebody, like your spouse or your partner, whomever, to let them know, hey, I am struggling. X, Y, and Z, this is what's happening to me. And it might be really uncomfortable to have that conversation with a partner or a spouse. I'm not sure what your situation looks like. For me, it took us a while to really, like, I think it took my husband a while to understand what I was going through because it comes out in forms of like laziness or not wanting to do stuff. But it really, the underlying thing was depression, anxiety, and not having the motivation or the feeling that I wanted to do stuff. So yeah, that uncomfortable conversation with somebody with that person that you're living your life with. Now, if you don't have that person, I recommend that you probably do have somebody that you can talk to, a sister, a friend, a family member, a mom, a dad, anybody that is close to you that you might just need a little help from. And that might mean, that might mean like financial help. In the meantime, while you kind of get yourself together, now that might not mean like a whole you could you take a whole month off or you take a whole week off. That just means that that might mean you just need a couple of days. And I actually was looking into a couple of retreats. If you're local to New York, please DM me. I will send them to you. Um, the one that I was looking at, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's somewhere in New York, but it was like two hours away um, from where I am. And I'm sure there are virtual things that you can do. I actually, one of the stuff that I know that helps me is meditation by Joe Dispenza, meditation. I encourage you, if you are suffering from anything, I want you to try out his meditation. He actually also has retreats that you can go to for him as well. Him, him for me, um, again, like I said, I'm in New York. So he is a little bit further. So he might be in, I saw one in Florida. I saw one in Boston. So they're not crazy far, but not like around the corner. So that's something that I also want you guys to look at too. So we got therapy, telling somebody that you love, that you know that can help you. Number three is meditation. Number four, you need to start moving your body. All of the anxiety, all of the trauma, all of the, de the depressive energy that is in your body needs to start to move. So get outside and go for a walk. 
I encourage you to maybe just walk like 10 minutes. And if you have like a, another form of working out, do it. I have a Peloton. I do 20 minutes and that's it. And then I've, I've encouraged my husband to force me. Yes, I, I, I say force to always go for a walk after dinner. Dinner. Does it happen all the time? No. But I, I've told him from the beginning, like, I, I need you to force me to go for a walk after dinner. So that kind of gives me like kind of two move, like two, um, it gives me two separate ways of working out for that day. And does it happen all the time where I go for a walk? No, because I'll look at him and yell at him like, no, I don't want to go. Like I'm tired, had a full day of work. I just want to like sit down and like take a shower. And he'll say, okay. And honestly, I just need him to push me a little bit more. And like he's 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 amazing the best support system that I've ever had in my life so that's another thing look for your people look for your people the people in your life may not be your people and that's okay this kind of goes back into the episode that I spoke about um about friendships I'm forgetting the name of, of my episode but I talk about friendships who is around you who is making you feel shitty and who is making you fucking feel so lit up inside who are those people you might have those people in your life and that I am so happy that you have that but you may you may not actually have that in your life so I really want you to take account of who is who is surrounding you and besides your spouse your partner whoever you're going to tell I want you to let people know of how you're feeling not to keep it a secret not to feel ashamed it's also not like just to like not to brag about like what you're not even bragging or like to annoy people about what's happening with you. But you want to tell those important people what is happening in your life. So they can know, like, okay. And I, I remember I actually was telling my cousin, like, hey, I'm really struggling. And she said, what can I do to help? So if you know somebody that might say this to you, that's a great way of showing somebody that you care. And that you can literally ask them. And you can really think about actually. How can they help me? And I remember telling my cousin, it's just listening. For you, I just need you to listen. She said, okay. Like, so if you have somebody in your life that is going through a struggle, I, be, I, I think, to, I really do believe that that is a great way to meet, like to ask, what can I do to help? And it kind of gives like a, an open-ended question of, to that person to say, okay, I actually need you to do X, Y, and Z. Or I don't need you to do anything, but thank you for asking. The last one I want you to do is I want you to breathe. I You're probably like, Kristen, I'm breathing right now. I'm listening to you. I'm actually breathing. No, no, no. You're not breathing the way you're supposed to be breathing. My therapist, who I only ha have had two sessions with, is a rock star of a human. And she has already agreed to come to my on my podcast one day. But not right now. I want to keep her for a little bit and actually work on my stuff. But I'm, I want you to walk away with a tangible thing today. So the last thing that we're going to do is a breathing exercise. And she taught me this. And this is called like the whiskey breath. She's taught me a couple of breathing exercises. But she calls this the whiskey breath. <laughs> she's, so, she's so amazing. 
So the whiskey breath is something that you do if you feel like you're getting that. For me, whenever I get that panic or that anxiety or the racing thoughts or my stomach. So for you, if you feel like you're getting that onset of anxiety for you, or you just need to relax for a little bit, I'm going to show you this. So usually I want you to watch some Spotify, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, I mean, I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, because then everybody can go and, 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 and hear me on there. But for this one, I would like you to actually watch it. So you can go on my Instagram, the, my, the link to my bio, and you can press on it, and this will be there. The video will be there, and I believe it's YouTube. So, or you can just type into, into YouTube the Kristen Ann Show. I want to show you this breathing exercise. So I'm going to explain to you first, and then I'm going to show it to you. So we're going to breathe through the nose and then out through the mouth. But I want you to envision that you're pushing out the air through a very, very small straw. So I apologize if you're listening to this in the car where you can't see me, so it might sound a little weird. So I want you to just take a moment and just do this with me or watch this at another time and do it again. So we're gonna breathe through our nose, hold out through the mouth. Two more times. Gonna breathe through the nose. Hold out through the mouth. Breathe through the nose. Hold out through the mouth. And I want you to just take a moment, just sitting there or thinking. And when you breathe it out, I really want you to really breathe out all the air and go super slow. Until you can't go anymore. I hope you feel a little bit more a little bit more relaxed. I actually just I feel I feel like I just took a Xanax. Whew. That fucking feels good. Please DM me. Let me know how you feel if you actually did that breathing exercise. I would love for you to let me know how that felt for you because I just fucking felt really fucking good. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you next time. Bye guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the episode, please like, share, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Also come follow me on Instagram underscore Kristen underscore Anne 88. And if you're ready to take the next step because you fucking deserve it, come take a look at my website on Instagram.